The American dream has become a nightmare. Signs of the time are on cardboard on corners in town. Like a cancer that's silently spreading, there's an unspoken fear. We're on our way down. We must take America back. Main Street to Wall Street, cities and states, Washington D.C. Before it's too late, there's not long. We need leaders who lead us, not stick us and bleed us, then ransom our future and our children's. That's wrong. We must take America back as liberty weeps. Our forefathers spin in their graves. Pray God will bless some way out of this mess. We must take America back. We are back. Second hour of the National Intel Report on this Friday, folks. Eleventh day of September, 2020. Back to the telephones. Joe in Arkansas. Hello, Joe. Hey, good afternoon, John. Hi. Uh, I'd like to tell you what happened to me Tuesday and uh, what I'd like to try to do after I don't tell you what happened. Uh, my fire department had a board meeting, and I attended the board meeting. I'm a volunteer fireman. Mm-hmm. And when I went to the board meeting, and I wasn't informed, uh, one guy who I thought was a friend of mine, uh, he had a mask on, and everybody knows how I feel about the mask. Right. Um, I still don't have one. I've never worn one. I'm not going to. So I went in there, and there was a couple other guys sitting there, and they had masks. They didn't have them on yet, and I just gave them a look. And then one guy says, well, Joe, you don't have to wear a mask. And I said, there's a quarantine table over there with a mask on it. I'm like, what? Like, yeah, you're going to have to wear a mask. I said, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And the reason they were doing it is because there was a, a female board member who was has been scared, and they needed her to vote um, because she works on grants for the department. So they all caved in and wore a mask for her. But they wouldn't have otherwise? And they wouldn't have otherwise. So why didn't they? Why didn't they just teleconference her in rather than her allowing the apple cart to be upset? I don't think it's allowed by their bylaws. Oh, okay. Well. So I lost it. I went off on everybody, told them everything, and I left. But the only reason they did it was because of the grant money. Otherwise, they they took advantage of the math situation to pull this off when we weren't abiding by it all along. So I've been reaching out to uh, different RBN hosts. Um, I would like to file some type of a, a grievance or discrimination to every board member. So if anybody could have any ideas or... Well, I got an um, idea where you can start. Go to the story on Republic Broadcasting about the suit that was filed in Ohio 
and I do believe there's a link there for the lawsuit and the evidence they presented. That might be a good start for you. Yeah, I did contact Pamela Popper and Rashid Batar and Peggy Hall, and they want you to get an attorney in the area, and there are no attorneys in the area, in this area, that will uh, take this on. And uh, and the reason given? Uh, they just have a list of uh, states where there are attorneys, and Arkansas is not on the list. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I'm in a little bit of a pickle, but I do want to file uh, some type of discrimination notice. Uh, against each board member. Well, I, I don't even I don't even get to play a lawyer on air, so I, I don't know how to advise you there. Uh, you may want to you may want to talk to Ralph Winterode. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the best indicator I can give you here. But you can you imagine? There's no need for the mask wall here, but they took advantage of it <laughs> for greed. It's all about money. Well, I, I, you know, this is not playing out well. I, I don't know if anybody watched Trump and his little stop in Michigan where a couple of different times he <laughs> told the people, you know, you need to get control here. You need to tell your governor to open up this state. And he pointed out that it was Democrats. Somehow, I don't know why uh, our governor is not on the radar screen of Donald Trump, but this guy... Uh, he, he's trying to distract everybody now with the Austin PD and their defunding, and he's threatened to pull the the contract or the charter or whatever it is uh, for the what I call them the Keystone Corporate Coffer Cops and threatened to move the DPS in to have them take over Austin Police Department. He's using that now as a smokescreen, whereas he extended this COVID-19 crisis last Monday with no utterances, no reasons given to the press, did not do a press conference on it, just makes that announcement and crawls back in his hole, and then he pops out to try to get the heat off of him with the defunding of the Austin Police Department. And, And ironically, today, I hadn't had time to put the story up, but Four cops in Houston were fired, I think, for putting 22 or 23 bullets into somebody that was already on the ground. They fired him on the spot. So, Joe, I don't know. Best uh, get a hold of Ralph Winter Road, okay? Okay, I appreciate it. Let me talk. All right. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. For the money. You know, all of this has been unnecessary. All of it. And now we discover that they're going to carry out this COVID-19 crisis until 2025? Does that sound like a political plan to get rid of Donald Trump or to destroy what's left of this country's economy? Oh, it's got its side benefits. But this is a coup in this country, folks. And like I said, like I said on Wednesday's show, I hope we don't find out that the governors are in on this thing with the intention of taking this country down. Oh, woe woe unto them if we make that discovery. Uh, Pitchforks and tar and feathering with matches included. 
Andy in Texas. Hello, Andy. Hey, John. Yeah, no, seriously, I'm pretty sure we're going to find out them governors are uh, are in on it. I don't know. A lot know. of people got paid off. Oh, they might have well, gotten paid off, know. Andy, but I'm talking about something different. I'm talking about absolute outright treason, which is punishable by death. Absolutely, and I'm with you 100% on that. Um, how we get that done is a whole other question, but what I wanted to say or ask, I want to ask you a couple of different things here. I'll be all at one point. Um, if they could roll this back, do you think they could? That's part of that. Wait a, wait a minute. I don't and understand. If, I, wait a minute. Stop. I don't understand the question. All right. Hey, I, I, I actually screwed it up, so let me do it again. Okay. Um, if, if those people who have done this to us at this particular moment mm-hmm. could take this back because they realized it wasn't working, so <laughs> if they could take it back and and fix it and try to get us all back under their roach control, uh, you think they could? That's the question. Well, they could if, if they, think they, they could. They could if okay. they wanted to, but they won't because they're too far into this. The damage has already been done, the culpability and the collusion, if you will, they've already done it. So, you know, think of it this way in the commission of an ordinary crime. You standing in front of the judge when he's handing down the sentence and he first asks you, is there anything you need to say for yourself here? You know, what am I going to tell the judge? Well, you know, under further consideration, judge, what I thought wasn't too serious of a crime before, I now realize is a very serious crime and I'm very sorry. Do you think that's going to sway the judge? No. I don't think so either. Well, you know, but the thing is, is that these people are being very arrogant about this. They've made it very obvious. They've even put out on their own websites and whatnot telling yeah. us. And and the people that don't go visit those places or see those things, they're missing out on it, and they're counting on people missing out on that. So uh, we're in a very trying times right now where these people are – we've got so many people that are being manipulated right now, and, and – uh, your channel and and your show and everybody that's putting words out are very vital right now. But, well, I mean, so Yeah, there's too bad there's if, not more of us. Absolutely. But I'll tell you what. How would... If you, if you thought... Okay, so let's play devil's advocate. Maybe they decide they can't beat us, so they try to roll this back. What do you think they would do to roll it back? Uh, lift this, uh, lift these COVID rules right now. Just roll it all back. Open up the schools. Stop all that. We're still doing the mass thing. We we know that's not effective. It doesn't stop anything. But the the mantra is out there, and it's just being repeated over and over and over again. I would invite you, uh, my friend, to go up to our website. And there's a story that I put up there, I think it was today. And what it does is it demonstrates the Pete-repeat syndrome that we have in this country. That, in fact, what's going on here is these words are being spoken. They're put out to these news networks, and then all the affiliates of NBC, ABC, and CBS, all their affiliate stations and in stations across this country are being told, here's your script, go ahead and read it. 
not kind of, sort of, okay, relay this machine. But the story is up on the website, and it's entitled The Echo Machine. And I posted this up yesterday, cleaning up the garage, between cleaning up the garage. Take a look at this. This is the official propaganda that's put out to all the networks, and they're reading it off the teleprompter verbatim. And the cute thing about this is you've got all of these talking heads. You know, we're not talking five or ten. We're talking 50, 100 samples. They're all running simultaneously, and it's this noise, but you can clearly hear that they're all saying the exact same words. Exactly. It's kind of maddening to listen to. But it, it it's an example. You don't, to, you don't have to tell me, John. Hey, so but I mean, uh, well, I mean, there's it's still out there on the internet uh, that whole project Mockingbird, and uh, I mean, it, it's just very obvious that the, the talking points are. Uh, you're absolutely right. I mean, I've flipped from channel from channel to channel, and I don't even have a TV anymore. So <laughs> there's that. Yeah. What's the sense of it? I, I rely on uh, shows like yours and whatnot to get my information. And I think more and more people, you know what's really cool, uh, John, is that you're getting more different names calling in now. So people are calling in and getting some voices out there that we haven't heard for a minute. I well, mean, wait till the Liberty Project finally gets online and kicks off. Or you're going to be hearing, you're going to be hearing from a lot of different people from around the world on this network. That's my point, and I tried to push something out like uh, September 26th was going to be a big rally in London, and uh, they found out in London they're going to be locked down on the 21st, so <laughs> they rescheduled it to, and I called it COVID-19. It's the 19th instead of the 21st, and that was for all of our brothers that are in England already that are listening, and they haven't called in. But I, it's just refreshing to hear some some new uh, voices on your. Uh, All right, Andy. Show. What what else you got? I got I got to keep moving here. That's it. That's All right. Then. All right. I, pre- I appreciate your call. Thank you, Andy. David in California. Hello, David. Hey, how are you? Good. I just wanted to vindicate the caller from San Francisco. Yes, you did have Deborah Tavares on your show. And I remember it was last year in the wintertime or fall because it was cold. I didn't know I had to remember the date, but yes, you did have her on. No. What happened? You, huh? uh, David, hang on here a second. I would, uh, My friend in Michigan said, i got to have Deborah Tavares on. i got to have her on. i got to have her on. Well, he hooked me up with her, and I talked, and I scheduled her out. I'd never had her on the air before, and she canceled me because I remember saying to her, I said, look, Deborah, I don't think I've ever interviewed you. I've interviewed a lot of people over the years. And she told me, she said, no, she says, I don't think you have interviewed me. Well, the thing I remember about your interview is you were kind of in awe of her, which I I would be too. But I do remember it. I hate to say it. I don't want to argue with you, but I remember I don't want to argue with you either. Yeah, I know. And you, you might want to look up your logs if you keep them. But it was sometime last year, either in the fall or the winter, like I said, it was cool out. And that's that's really all I called for. He's vindicated as far as I'm concerned. Thank you, Perry Mason. You're welcome. Mike, look it up. I don't think I ever had her on the air because I'm not in awe of this woman. 
There's something that is just amiss with her. Huh? I'm sorry, you got what? Dave in Michigan. Hello, Dave. Hey, John. Uh, I won't ask how you are. Uh, <laughs> um, just call I me Prosecutor to... Berger that just got his butt kicked by Perry Mason, or so he thinks. I don't know. Anyhow, what's on your mind? <laughs> um, you know, there is, there is a bunch of call-in listen lines for RBN that... Uh, you know, for folks like me that don't have internet um, uh-huh. or apps and stuff that, you know, uh, and we call in and we can listen to all the different shows and there's actually a archive on the keypad that yeah. you can press, you know, one for live, two for you, and all the way to nine. So Yeah, that's that's uh, the, I call it the wide nine and that's our blueberry setup. That's uh, how that's handled. I'm, and I'm, I love it. I, I love it because... Uh, you know, I was introduced to RBN by my good friend Chris, just Chris, near Nevada, and uh, or near Las Vegas, I should say. And uh, I've been hooked ever since. And, uh, you know, I, I am blind. Um, well, not completely, but I don't do Internet. And uh, I do appreciate your commentary. And uh, you probably got the best show on the network. And I... I listen. I try to listen as often as I can, but uh, you put out a lot of great stuff, and uh, I do like Deborah Tavares. I I think she put out a lot of great information, just like Alex did in the past. Uh, you know, I live out here in the country on ten acres uh, with chickens and solar, and we did all that because of what I learned from Alex. And you know, my brother lives in Austin. He he's known Alex. Well, he you know, I mean, he doesn't know him like their friends or anything, but he used to call his show when he was on, when he first came on the scene back on uh, Access TV, when he was trying to save his grandpa's farm when the Austin uh, local government was trying to steal it from him when he got out of the hospital after a heart attack. Anyway, uh, my brother was the guy who woke up Alex Jones. They wanted my brother, Mike Hansen wanted my brother to go on air and do a show, and but that wasn't my brother, and he that Alex Jones was the messenger. And uh, I don't know what your history is with Alex. Um, I've heard you talk about it, but I've never heard him. I'd love to hear it because, uh, you know, I, I did learn a lot from Alex, and I know I don't believe he is who he was in the past. And I don't know. I've heard you, you know, talk about a few little stories here and there. And uh, I don't, I don't doubt that for a fact. I mean, for a second. Just, do, I, well, rather than me run through this, go to YouTube, look up Jack Blood, do uh, Jack Blood slash Alex Jones, and he did a two-hour rant, and I couldn't tell you any more of the truth about Alex Jones than what he laid down because Jones actually pulled Jack Blood out of this network to go on Genesis promised him a spot right after his show so he get the benefit of Alex's numbers. And I warned Jack on his way out the door. I told him, I said, watch yourself with this guy. Sure enough, go watch the video and then you tell me. Dave, I've got to run. Thanks. I appreciate it, Jonathan. Thank you. Appreciate your call.
Is your property a financial burden and causing you grief? Have you tried to sell but can't find buyers? Or are you just too busy to sell your property? Don't worry. We have the right solution for you. We buy properties as is, with cash, close in 30 days, and pay all closing costs. Our service is ideal for property owners who are in pre-foreclosure, have high-end repair costs, experiencing financial hardship, going through costly divorces, are relocating, need cash for retirement, suffering family loss, or have tax liens. Whatever your situation may be, we can help you sell your property and get the money you need. If you own a single-family home or multiple-family units, call us for a free consultation at 888-910-1037. That's 888-910-1037. Or visit our website at cashingproperty.com. That's cashingproperty.com. Sell your property fast and leave all your worries behind. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. How does crow taste? Like chicken? <laughs> uh, what's the October 29th first hour? The National Intel Report with John Statmiller, October 29th. Guest Deborah Taveras, StopTheCrime.net, talks about government takeovers, propaganda, global reduction of resources, and natural disasters. It evidently didn't make that big of an impression on me because he, I think John in Michigan even called me up 
And if I remember, he says, you know, why don't you get Deborah Tavares on? And he even didn't mention it. So it was, it was about a year ago. Forgive me. It didn't make that big of an impression. <laughs> Sorry. Tom in Florida. Hello, Tom. Hello? Hello. Go good ahead. Day, John. Yeah, good day. Um, yeah, John, I was wondering, uh, have you ever heard of a place called Reston, uh, Virginia? Uh, what, what is it again? Reston. Reston, Virginia? No. Well, um, the reason I brought that up is because <clears throat> I remember years ago I was reading a book that called The Hot Zone that came out way back in the 90s. And in the hot zone, they were talking about the Ebola virus, and uh, they were talking about even Wuhan. And uh, in this book, they were talking about uh, how Ebola is, uh, there's, there's the Raven virus. There's all these different viruses made out of, uh, in Africa. And there's some here, actually, there's a Reston virus here in the United States, and there's a lab there. And they were using primates and bats and all kinds of animals, experimenting with them. Right. And uh, I remember reading that book, you know, and it's been years since I actually read the book. I mean, I'm talking probably, well, at least probably 18 years ago I read that book. And uh, it's fascinating now everything's happening the way it is with this the coronavirus, this COVID-19. Because in 1968, uh, the virus is only around for like a year, John. 13 months, 14 months, it was gone. You never heard about it again. Nobody was wearing masks. Nobody is going, uh, kids are not missing school. These kids need to go back in school because all the, the money these tax words, those taxpayers are paying for the school board and all that, and, the, and the, for the counties. I mean, this is, a, this is heresy. And these kids need to go back to school. The, um, the, I remember during Obama's administration, they did have an outbreak of Ebola. You remember that, John? Yes, I do. And the Ebola is way more deadlier. If you caught it, you didn't even survive it. Forget it. Well, and, this coronavirus and, you survive it. Tom, uh, Tom, there's been more people that have died yearly from tuberculosis and the cases are rising because we can't seem to vet and even check people that are trying to get into this country because most of them John, are, are legally. John, I was just getting ready to get to that point, but you took the words right out of my mouth. You didn't give me a chance. Yeah, I, I was getting ready to go there. They're we talking about this coronavirus, but we got all these illegals. There's eight and a half million illegals in California, John. Uh, we don't know how many came in here and stuck in this country with tuberculosis. They're not really being inoculated or tested or anything. It's a conspiracy, you know, and all Trump's putting all the little kids in cages. I mean, this is crazy. It is. It's like you said, it's like you've been saying for, for years, there is a conspiracy. And it's definitely to take President Trump out of office. But I want to get back to... To, uh, this place rests in Virginia where the lab is at. Nobody's talking about that. Not one media outlet's even mentioned that place. Nobody's mentioned uh, any more about how... Let me ask you this, John. This is a real thing that people have got to get to the matter of. Donald Trump tried to stop the Chinese from coming here. You had Pig Pelosi. Pig Pelosi. Okay? Blow, blow dryers' lives matter too, John. And Pig Pelosi... In San Francisco, okay, where the Chinese are pouring in any more, uh, they come to that, that city more than any other city in the United States except maybe New York. San Francisco and New York. Can you imagine if Trump would have listened to uh, all these demon rats saying he's being, because they were calling him a racist for letting the Chinese keep coming in here? He can't travel the travel ban. And what does Pig Pelosi do? She runs around to a beauty salon with no mask on in San Francisco. 
if anybody should be put in jail, it's her. Well, and and her I, I forget the woman's name that owned that beauty parlor, but she had been there for a number of years. And I'll tell you something, in that kind of business, that's a highly competitive business because, you you know, yeah. the competition can roll in, uh, open up a shop, have the equipment, boom, plug it in, and they're off and running. It takes a, quite a while to build up clientele, to keep that clientele happy, to keep them coming back in. And she just recently said, I think it was on Sean Hannity's program, of all places, uh, the question was asked, uh, well, what are you going to do in San Francisco? She said, I'm leaving. I'm I'm gone. No, she's going to Texas, John. She may go be going to Texas by here. Well, good. Was on her... Good. Yeah, she may be going to Texas. Good, because uh, I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, we could use her in Round Rock, Texas. Uh, the standard of living here isn't that bad. There's a big crowd of middle-class people. Uh, the job market has not been suffering like many places since 2008 when the bankers decide to beat us up and try to bring us down then somebody get a message to this woman tell her to come to round rock texas well i'll tell you john if, uh, if i wasn't in florida this great state where uh we don't get uh we don't have to pay a state income tax i might go to texas but hey you know, hey 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 now you just ran out of excuses there's no state income tax here well, maybe I'll have to move to Texas then. Well, there you go. I've hey. got a lot of good friends there. All right. Well, hey, I'm at the bottom of the hour break. I appreciate your call, Tom. Thank you very much. Have a good weekend. We'll be back in three. 800-313-9443. One shot at a time. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Tired of being lied to by mass media? It's growing more and more apparent today that news is received less and less through standard media outlets. Even with a growing audience every day, RBN is beginning to direct more efforts into social media. Social media and the use of the Internet is fast becoming the primary source of people for news, regardless of demographic. RBN has set out to provide some of the best news on the Internet through republicbroadcasting.org and also has begun to use the tools to our advantage by way of social media. Public Broadcasting is now operating a Facebook page to function as yet another avenue to have our collective voice reach new audiences across not only America, but across the globe as well. The Facebook page features not only news, but also an RBN player to listen to our broadcast. Get involved by visiting Facebook.com slash Republic Broadcasting and liking our page and share it with your friends and family because you can handle the truth. What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my EaseOff? Go to EaseOff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com. And hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. 
Cows, too. Ease off LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. Extend your life with Extendovite. After about a month of Extendovite, I don't know what it is about uh, the circulation factor. I was able to increase the weight, increase the amount of sets I could do. It has to do with the oxygen getting to the blood. You should market this uh, as an athletic performance. And I don't change anything about my diet or anything. I just thought, this is amazing. Bilberry extract has got something called resveratrol in it, which is the same stuff that you get from red wine. It's also good for eyesight. And I was reading that the uh, Royal Air Force during World War II would give their pilots bilberry jam so they could have better night vision stuff. This is amazing. To order, call 1-877-928-8822. That's 1-877-928-8822. Or visit our website at heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendovite. People out the earth, can you hear me? Came a voice from the sky on that magical night. And in the colors of a thousand sunsets, they traveled to the world on a silvery night. Alrighty, we're back. Well, have these phrases been permanently burned into your memory? Deborah Tavares, October 29th, last year. Okay. White privilege, systemic racism, ending the hate, erasing hate, social justice, black lives matter, end racism. It takes all of us. Well, these buzzwords are nothing more than fuel for the anti-white fire burning across America. An accelerant turning an already volatile situation into what? Well, try lecturing Joshua Ungersma about white privilege. He worked two minimum, jo- two minimum wage jobs to support his young family. Well, here's the story. Out of Lafayette, Indiana, Jalen Billups, 17, is facing multiple felony charges, including murder, armed robbery, and theft and the killing of a Lafayette pizza delivery driver. Yeah, you guessed it. That was a one, Joshua Ungersma. He was 37 years old, shot and killed while making a pizza delivery on August 31st in the 1900 block of North 16th Street in Lafayette. A witness, Patrick Gibson, told 13 News and police he'd heard gunshots and went outside. He said he saw Billups with a 19-year-old Alberto Van Meter, and Van Meter had been shot, Ungersma told Gibson that Billups and Van Meter had tried to rob him and to call the police. Gibson said they then saw Billups walk up and shoot Ungersma. Another witness also said they saw Ungersma ask for someone to call the police, and then Billups shot him, according to court documents. Officers said Billups was hovering over one of the victims when they had arrived, when she was ordered to show her hands, they say she threw a 9 millimeter handgun onto the sidewalk and she was subsequently detained. By the way, court documents show Van Meter was Billups' boyfriend. Police said Ungersma had a revolver in his pocket with the rounds fired he did not have a permit to carry. 
which is kind of confusing, and I'm sure that this story was written in order to confuse the reader. Billups told a judge during an initial hearing September 8th that her family was planning on hiring an attorney. She's being held without bond, and her trial date was set for February 23rd, 2021. Um, Why don't you ask Black Lives Matter? They're getting billions of dollars. Maybe they can pop for a lawyer for you. The Domino's, where Unger's Ma worked, is donating 75% of the sales through today to his family. The restaurant is located on Greenbush Street in Lafayette. The response was so overwhelming on Monday, the restaurant had to close early after temporarily running out of food. The owners hoped to raise $15,000 for the Ungersma family, uh, but they think they just might beat that. Good, that means you can go out and get a better lawyer. Little suckers are expensive. We want to be able to do whatever we can for the family, said Domino store owner Jimmy Rudlinger. They're going through a lot right now, obviously, with the loss of their father, the husband, a son in the mom's case. We're a family here, and we're a team, and we're going to take care of whatever we can take care of at this point. Now, delivering pizzas was the second job for Ungersma. His primary job was working as a meat cutter for Payless Supermarket for more than a decade. Co-workers said Ungersma was working two jobs to support his family, including his infant son. He usually worked a late shift, said Rudlinger. He'd get off work at Payless and come over here. He had a wife, a stepkid, and a six-month-old baby. And he cared so much about those kids. He was always willing to pick up extra shifts, always wanting to work extra hours just so he could take care of his family. He was always willing to pick up the extra shifts, always wanting to work extra hours just so he could take care of his family. The 17-year-old black female murdered a white male in cold blood, the latter working a second job as pizza delivery man. I guess you could sum up the entire story just like that. White privilege? Well, indeed. He benefited himself from systemic racism and implicit bias. Isn't that right? How do you define irony? I would say that was pretty ironic. And pretty damn deadly. The guy is delivering a pizza and he ends up dead? Well, Steve Elkins, apparently, he had a thought. And apparently he's proving to be correct here. The World Health Organization, a globalist quasi-biological terrorist and population control organization that now exercises more authority over the world human population than elected officials or even the most ruthless military commanders. They initially spread misinformation that paper money potentially spreads COVID-19 coronavirus. And don't worry about anthrax, which is the bacterium or any other respiratory virus like tuberculosis. It's just COVID-19 coronavirus that would uh, the world should fear and that adheres to paper money, even though more die from TV than COVID-19 every year. So, you know, there's got to be a little hidden agenda there somewhere. Back in March of 2020, the World Health Organization encouraged the use of digital payments over paper money to slow or prevent the spread or infection of COVID-19 coronavirus. Now, oddly, throughout history, The spread of infectious disease has not been linked with handling paper money or even handshaking. Saying, we don't take chances if you don't have to, the WHO warning in news reports buries its 
qualifying statement. But this is not <laughs> this is not thought to be a main uh, way the virus spreads. The CDC says it's transmitted by airborne route from infected to uninfected lung. Mm-hmm. By the way, just as a side note, there's some asshat out there uh, giving, uh, and I'm not joking, <laughs> giving advice on how a man and a woman should make love. And they, of course, should be wearing their mask during lovemaking. You know, which brings a point here, as I was watching this football fiasco yesterday, you still saw some people on the sidelines wearing masks. But you know what? Since the NFL made this big stink, and thank you, Matthew Stafford of the Detroit Lions for making this public utterance, and the press picked it up, as to what these people are doing. Because they tested him three times. Oh, he come up negative and then positive, positive right away. The NFL started to go, okay, wait a minute here. Well, the announcement was yesterday, well, the NFL, out of all of its players, only had one COVID case, one COVID-19 case. I'm looking at this game, folks. The players aren't out on the field wearing masks, are they? And I'll tell you what, you get a 300-pound, 350-pound lineman that puts his helmet in your gut, what do you think you're going to do? You're going to expel a lot of air, and a lot of stuff is going to come flying out of your face. But, hey, take heart. This is your indoctrination from the National Football League. Mr. Goodell, uh, there's communist countries all over the world that I hear want to start up football leagues. Maybe you should go over there to them and work for them. Because the way I'm looking from stateside here, not as a football fan, but just a casual observer, hey, you dumb turkey, stick a fork in yourself. I think you're done. Anyhow... So on March 6th of this year, the backtracking who said, we did not say that cash was transmitting coronavirus. But that's how the fear started. Wearing face masks started as a voluntary practice and morphed into law-breaking offense, if not worn in some communities. MIT's Technology Review headlined a report entitled, No, Coronavirus is Not a Good Argument for Quitting Cash. The MIT... Report said, for virus particles on a dollar bill to infect a human, they must follow the primary route of infection. It appears that people become infected by inhaling particles. Uh, someone else has coughed or sneezed into the air. Now, there's no law here, but businesses don't accept cash flow. Many businesses now don't accept cash. Or as I went out and got my board operator here, one of his favorite donuts. Too bad you didn't have the milk. Mom didn't show up with the milk soon enough. But I stopped there to pick up a couple of damn donuts. And, well, you're paying cash, you're paying by card. Special, they they, they got to route you to a special way to, to pay with cash. And then I just had to laugh. When I finally got up to the window... I handed a card. 
And the girl reached out with one of those things you grab donuts with that paper, the wax papers. She took my card using that. And I just I'd looked I just busted out laughing. And she knew exactly what I was laughing at. She started laughing too. The manager didn't think it was too funny, but I certainly did. It was it was good to laugh today. And seeing a manager pissed off because he's making the employees do stuff that they shouldn't have to be doing. But again, I digress. So many businesses now don't even accept cash. No edict or law has to be passed. Just get private businesses to do what is expedient for them. Refuse legal tender. Then businesses don't need armored trucks delivering cash or coin, do they? Nor even handing out pennies in change. Or face robberies or internal theft. By the way, has anybody did a study on how many places have been robbed? With people with hoodies and masks coming in and they can't be identified and sticking people up? Oh, they just call that Black Lives Matter. Is that right, Mike? Yeah. Well, yeah, of course there's a lot more robbers. Mike said there was uh, more robberies in Austin. Hmm. Globalist digital money is just what the Romans used to build their empire in conquered territories and ushered in its own uh, denarii as a way to rule. A military mint traveled with Caesar. Caesar's denarii were real money, real gold coins. Digital fiat money can only represent money and can vanish with a single hack of a whole system. That's already happened to Bitcoin. But of course there's people that made money on Bitcoin and they're encouraging other people to do it. It ain't real. It ain't real. No more real than the stuff that they're handing us and saying, well, there's your money. It's a dead instrument. Quit calling it money. But only in passing did the MIT article refer to viruses being transmitted by paper money, which included mention of going to a cashless society. And therein lies the hidden agenda. You need a global pandemic to usher in a global currency, or a lack thereof. The European-based World Economic Forum has announced a reset of the world economy is scheduled to launch in January of next year, and the key part is selling the idea of a cashless society. Now there you go, Steve Elkins. The U.S. Federal Reserve is reported to be tinkering with such an idea. Digital dollars, there's already a bill in on Capitol Hill, folks, to mandate that banks uh, deal with the um, cryptocurrencies, or as I like to call them, the currency in the clouds. All the Fed has to do is start limiting the amount of money in circulation to cause the public to demand an alternative currency. Anticipate banks to close branches. That's already underway, by the way. Limit or remove ATMs and for government to create a shortage of cash money over some contrived report that COVID-19 coronavirus is spread via money like Typhoid Mary spreads disease. In fact, Typhoid Mary analogy is being used to scare people into submission. Mary Mellon was an asymptomatic carrier of typhoid fever in 1907. Typhus is a bacterium, not a virus, that is spread via contaminated water or food. For the record, typhoid fever was virtually eliminated by chlorinization of tap water, which began in 1908. 
Prevention and public hygiene are superior to vaccination. In fact, water chlorination abolished cholera, Legionnaire's disease, and dysentery as well. Digital currency to be used with multiple fronts? It's not germ protection or even faster payments that digital money would facilitate. It is mention of digital dollars being used on multiple fronts, says a report from Nasdaq.com. Digital money can become a way to invoke behavior modification. There would be penalties for failure to vaccinate, buying petrol-fueled vehicles, even buying sugary foods. This is a social credit score that China has already launched. Jaywalking, get caught on a camera, and you can automatically lose points of your social credit score. Maybe you have to pay fines and are automatically deducted from your digital account. So much for a hearing and due process. Well, I guarantee you. Do you think the IRS is going to leave this go? How many how many letters have they sent out to people? Oh, you've not been paid enough in taxes, and you need to come into our, our court. But now it's just, hey, you know, we reviewed your records. You owe us this amount of money. Gone. Gone out of your accounts. You have less and less control. Remember, folks, possession is nine-tenths of the law. If you don't possess it, they can steal it and not call it theft. Ah. NASDAQ.com article says the coming digital dollar, call it smart dollar, will be far more versatile and powerful than the old dumb dollar. Smarter or just sneakier? NASDAQ.com admits the so-called smart dollar would further tighten any government's grip on its citizens. As of listening into every phone call, intercepting email messages, snooping into where you go online or even geographically isn't enough, welcome to the scary world of Orwell's 1984. Which brings something else to mind about football season kicking off yesterday. They were tracking and tracing all the NFL players. They all had to wear these things that looked like watches on wristbands. And what this was doing was pinging the sensors out there to tell you where you were and how long you were there, who else you were in, the company of, how long you were there. So if a COVID-19 case popped up, they could track and trace Everybody that you came in contact with. Isn't that wonderful? Wow. This is revealing a lot of stuff, folks. We will get by this COVID-19 crap by hook or crook. Or maybe just the truth shoved up a place that's never shined in their black little hearts. We'll take this break and finish up this edition of the National Intel Report. Ladies and gentlemen, J.R. Moore here. We have a special promotion going on at Republic Broadcasting. This is a fundraiser for Republic Broadcasting involving the Energy Planner. Mail me a postcard. My address is at my website at thelibertyman.com. We pick a postcard every other Thursday. When your postcard is drawn out, you get to buy an Energy Planner for $215 instead of $285, $70 discount. $200 goes to Republic Broadcasting. You also get a 10% discount on my mattress pads. So get those postcards in, put your name, your telephone number, your email address on there, 
And when your postcard is drawn, you get to get an energy cleaner for $215 instead of $285. Mattress pads, 10% off. Help us out at Republic Broadcasting and help yourself to get an energy cleaner at a deep discount. It's a win-win situation for everybody. We hope you can get these postcards in soon. Thank you very much. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. Hello, I'm Dr. Leonard Horowitz. I was right 30 years ago in warning the world about threatening lab virus outbreaks, AIDS, and Ebola. I was right 20 years ago when FBI Director Robert Mueller made me a suspect in the anthrax mailings because I warned the Bureau before the CIA's biocrime and Cipro sales psyops happened. I was right about COVID-19 being an AIDS-laced mutagen plan to resurge this fall to excuse officials' profitable depopulation globalization agendas. And I was right about the only safeguards being antioxidants and holy spiritual sustenance. Vitamin C, D, zinc, chlorophyll, oxygen, and oxysilver especially transmits the frequency resonance to neutralize the expanded function bioweapon. Oxysilver is a double superconductor of the healing power of love. It is the first nutraceutical invented to amplify prayer power and the faithful loving intention of your heart. Buy, try, and stockpile OxySilver through HealthyWorldStore.com. I'll keep my freedom. I'll keep my guns. Try to keep my money. And my religion too Try to keep on working Try to keep on smiling I will keep my Christian name And y'all can keep the change (laughs) An Indiana sheriff announced he's switching from the Democrat to the Republican Party (laughs) This is in Vanderburg, Colorado I'm sorry, county in Indiana uh, Vanderburg County Sheriff Dave Wedding noted his political party switch at a press conference Thursday. It's interesting that we see this glorious flag here, he said. The Democrats want to burn that thing every single day. Wedding continued saying, that's part of the reason why I said I can't tolerate that, burning our flag, the symbol of our country and our freedom, the greatest country in the world. Well, some might argue that. But you know what? If we are if we are not perfect, have never been perfect, how you turn out a quality product is trying to achieve perfection. You may never get there, but at least you're trying, which means what? 
that you're trying to turn out a quality product, whether it's government or a widget or whatever it is. The sheriff added that in the left wing, you can't say God. They can't say God in the Pledge of Allegiance. It's ridiculous. And I sit and I watch this, and I think, how can I even say or be part of idiots like that? I'm tired of seeing fires set on our streets. I'm tired of people defying God, our church, our police, our government, and everything we stand for. You hardworking people that have worked for a time, you're going, uh, you're young to now. This makes no sense. You're hardworking people that have worked from the time you're, oh, you're young until now. There we go. You've become successful individuals. And they want to get on you for being successful. I don't believe in that. You know, that's the white privilege. You go out there and work your butt off. And you've achieved, you've set goals, you've attained. Well, that's just white privilege. Black people can't do that in this country. They can't work hard. They can't study hard. They can't achieve. It's a bunch of baloney. He goes on to say, by not supporting the rule of law, we see chaos like in Chicago, Portland, Seattle. And instead of defunding the police, they should support funding the police during this time of civil unrest. Now, and of course, a story has to come out of Houston, like it did today, that four cops got fired. I saw the video. It was a guy with some mental health problems. They tasered the guy. He was on the ground. They put three bullets in him. He was still moving, so they decided to pump him full of 22 rounds. Not 22 caliber rounds, 22 individual rounds into this guy just to make sure he was compliant. Where does this idiocy stop? And how do four grown men on a call decide that it's time to execute? We're not here to enforce the law. We're just here to execute, and we're looking for a reason to do it. These are the issues that need to be addressed in policing, not defunding them. But this has been an issue that has been growing all these years. Folks, how many stories have we done? How many times have I talked about this on the show? And I'm not anti-cop. I'm just anti-we're judge, jury, and executioner. And if you're believing that line that your uh, your sergeant is telling you in the morning lineup here, well, your top priority today is to get home safe and whatever threatens you, just kill it. We'll cover it up later. That's got to stop. Folks, thank you for being here today. Appreciate it very much. Help support this network, folks, with cash donations. Hold on here, Mikey. I'm going to go into my spiel. You can go to the you can go to the website republicbroadcasting.org and there's a donate button at the top. You can donate by way of PayPal, any credit card you got, that's fine. It takes it, it will process it. For those of you that do not want to do that online, would just like to make a donation to the network, you can call 800-724-2719 extension 3, please. Or you can just send it Check, money order, FRNs wrapped in foil, we don't care, to RBN 2251 Double Creek Drive, Suite 302, Round Rock, Texas, 78664. And with that, I wish you a good weekend. We'll be back with you 
Monday with another edition of the National Intel Report. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth.